And this is Closet, closet Talks. Talks, the podcast where we sit on the floor of closet and we talk about whatever the fuck we want to because it's our podcast and not yours. And the air conditioning works. Thank oh God. my God, the air conditioning works. <laughs> it's a fucking freeze box in my room. I don't know if y'all could hear it, but we were sweating bullets. Oh my God. So we moved in on that Saturday, the 15th. Mm-hmm. We did not have adequate working air until Saturday, the following uh-huh. week. We went to bed and it was like 81 degrees in the house, but yeah, it was set it was like, to like 68. Yeah. It's like, oh, and then that wasn't apparently a priority. And that was 81 degrees downstairs. <laughs> Upstairs where oh we God. live, I also live above the garage, so there's very little like floor insulation. Yep. It was 88 degrees in my yep. bedroom. I think I fell asleep not because I was tired. I mean, I was tired, but like because my body was exhausted from trying to cool itself down. It was yeah. just like, how about you pass out? Yeah. <laughs> It's very that. <laughs> and alas, I did. So, But we got it fixed. And it's still not as cool as I wanted it in my room, so I now have a air conditioning unit oh. in my bedroom. Because <laughs> I like the Arctic frost at do night. S- do you smell that? It smells like extra. <laughs> I want to be able work. to like hang meat in my room and like have no problem. Uh, that's gross. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's gross. That's, that's going to be that's gonna be a no for me, dog. Okay. Well, what's in the boot? You made it this okay, time. Okay, so I made it this time because we couldn't think of what to make. So um, it's all clear. Okay. Not that that matters, but I have. Your water uh, ran clear. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, no, if you get it, you get it. <laughs> if you don't, please don't ask us to explain. <laughs> um, there is peach vodka. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, watermelon vodka. And then there's a delicious sparkling pineapple water from Trader Joe's. Cause you know, I'm re- we need to reach out to Trader Joe's to see if they want to sponsor us because we plug them every oh fucking episode. Well, they, they do provide us with good chasers and oh with good um, food just in general. The sparkling water is so good because I, I oh really, God. like, I used to be bougie and I would buy the, okay, I'm still bougie, but I used to be the bougie that would buy the... No, um, LaCroix. Yeah, LaCroix. But you know what LaCroix tastes like. I do, but please <laughs> tell me If you were to shout the name of a fruit in the other... Or if you were to whisper the name of a fruit in the other room, that's oh, what it what, tastes like. Oh, what flavor is that one? Coconut. <laughs> oh, what, oh, this one's my favorite. It's pomegranate. <laughs> yes, but it just... It kind of like had this kind of... Um, yeah. I don't know. It's like kind of bitter, and it's... I don't know. I'm going to plug Market Pantry, the um, Target brand. Yeah. They're in the very slender cans, but they... Oh, those are good. They keep their carbonation a lot longer, and I think the this flavor tastes a lot yeah. better. The cucumber whatever one, mm, you can pass on that one. It's refreshing, but... Ugh. Yeah. 
So hard pass. Uh, in my cup, I'm having an old fashioned. Oh, wait. Let me try this. Oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go. There's no mixer. Oh my god. It smell. It tastes like. Oh, hold on. Oh. Oh wow. <laughs> that was the sound of fire. Because I'm what? Flaming. And here she goes with another sip. Oh god, it got on my lip. I can feel it burning. <laughs> oh. So. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so, uh, in this ah, old fashioned, there is smell. spiced okay. cherry bitters, uh, bourbon, and an ice cube, and a squeeze of uh, orange. You left part of the orange actually in there. Do you know that, right? I do, because <laughs> I needed a little bit of sweetness. Well, so, oh well, cheers. Oh yeah, cheers. All there right, go. And I'm drinking mm. mine out of a mason jar. <laughs> I'm drinking mine out of this very cool um, Star Wars tumbler. Mm. Um, oh, that's good. I don't know where it came from, but I know. Yay! That's a man drink. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Come on, mask. Mask for so, mask. So, uh, we we'll get into that. that. So, yeah. uh, what what have you done with your week? What have I done with my week? Um, what have you done with I got to do the thing, a couple of things that I wanted to, my mm-hmm. actual performing. That was awesome. Um, for integrity purposes, we will not elaborate, but I got to do what I bid, which is when you bid, you get to uh, put in, it's a preference of what you would like to work. And if at all possible, they honor it, but uh, they don't honor it uh, at all. But that's entirely another story that I do not have time for because it's an angry story. So I got to do that. And then this week I'm all in office, but it's okay. Because it is hot as balls outside. Like oh I God. climbed into yesterday, my car, it was 103. I know it was more than that. Yesterday week, it was 111 with the heat uh, index. It's gonna be a no. Yeah, it's not even August yet. I mean, okay, so global warming is real. Uh, yeah, it's real. Yeah, go vegan, prevent global warming. <laughs> okay, that's my only plug. How do you know someone's vegan? Because they'll tell you within <laughs> five <laughs> seconds of meeting them. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me when so, you first met me. Where's your week? What'd you um, do? We unpacked. Yeah, I unpacked. Yeah. I got my room like completely but... unpacked the way I wanted it and set up. And because that's like my safe haven. That's why I wanted. You know, if I if it wasn't gonna get cooler with the air conditioning, I needed to buy a window unit because I was like, I I have to have like a level of comfort in my bedroom because that's my safe haven. You're you're angry when you're hot, but you're. Wait, what were the words you told the air conditioning guy? You said, I said, oh, I have to apologize to all my friends and my roommates because I am not a nice person when I'm hot. I think the words are, I'm a bitch when I'm hot. And I said, well, you're a bitch when you're cold, too. <laughs> so, um, like, I was like. <laughs> and God bless him. He came at 945 at night. He, uh, 10, well, that's when he was supposed to be there. Yeah. But he got there at 1015 at night. And he was there till like 1145. Wait, really? Yeah. I have no perception of time. I don't even look at a clock. Until I crawl into bed and I don't remember. But I knew we were going to be like I, in good hands when right. we brought in the liquid nitrogen. Yep. And you was like, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, come on, you better, you better supercharge that. Yeah. So, yeah. So now we're so, not dying. Uh, not it's the last much. week of Pride it Week is. or Pride Month. I'm wearing a little uh, rainbow uh, stripe on my lapel of my shirt. Is that. it allowed? I saw no. That. But um, ah, I mean, them. what are they going to do? I, I, I'm not gay, but, you know, uh, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. So. Your money's on the dresser. Money's <laughs> on the dresser, chocolate. <laughs> oh, so God. you didn't realize that that was a racist. Oh, my God. 
yeah, comment from the birdcage. From the birdcage, when they said the l- senator he was having an affair with a prostitute, uh, a prostitute and a minor, and a minor and black. She was black. And his final words were, "Your money's on the dresser, chocolate." And I was like. And he just said this earlier, and I just walked away, and I was like, hmm, it must be your stripper name. And I went, <laughs> and I came back and I shot. I said, oh, my God. So chocolate is not her stripper name. It's just a derogatory mm. term for, uh But, the, like, literally the next line of the movie, when they're reporting on it, the guy on the TV is like, your money's on the dresser, chocolate, was racist and demeaning. I mean, I didn't really, <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on. And then she <laughs> says, well, he looked kind of funny, but he was smiling, so I didn't worry. <laughs> that is gay culture there. The it is. Age. My parents showed me that for the first time. They were like, come watch this with us. Yeah. They knew early on before I even realized what gay was. I watched it with was. my grandma and oh my, my, God, and so my mom. Good. And so we just good. cackled the whole time. <laughs> so it's like, last I was like, week. what's a drag queen? Oh, that was my first. Now that I think about it, that was probably my first exposure to drag. Mm-hmm. I didn't even. Tu Wong Fu was mine. Oh, I, I did that, that one, one more first. recently than um, the Birdcage, but that's a good one. Yeah, Patrick Swayze and drag. He looked great. Oh my god, Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Mm, he lifts up the so bed. <laughs> oh my god, but it was so good. He would crawl into the bed and he lifted yes. the whole thing up like yes. it was nothing. Oh, culture. That's good. Uh, so Pride. Speaking of Pride, mm-hmm. I saw a sign at a recent um, Pride event. There was a a guy that had like a a sign. You know, because people bring that kind of stuff to like, get their like messages a, Like across. a good sign or like you're going to hell, God hates... No, no, no. He was... It was it was a gay guy and he had like his sign up because there were people protesting right yeah, across of the street. Were. And because um, one of the things that they always try to say is we're trying to convert children and we're going to be perversions and we want to do this to children and blah, blah, Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but a child is safer with a gay man than he is with a priest. I'm just saying. And I whoop. Yeah. Uh, but his his sign said, we don't want your kids to be gay. We want your gay kids to see representation and know it's going to be okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I loved that. Because those, I mean, those people, those Westboro Baptist Church people show up. Bless their hearts. Oh my God. They show up at everything. But they like, protest people's funerals for fuck's sake. Yeah, a the, funeral. The fact that there are people to anti-protest them that have to go to these is really, really sad for this world. It is, but I love but, the the human angels. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? Yep. They build costumes out of uh, PVC pipe and bed sheets, and yeah, and they, they, they resemble so angel wings, uh-huh. and they just make a barrier between the Westboro Baptist Church. And people who are grieving, yep. you know, at funerals and stuff. It's so like a motorcycle. Can't. You can still hear it, but you just can't. You don't have it's to. It's one see thing it. to hear. You can block out things, but yeah. you know, we see things. And there's also like a, a motorcycle group that will like uh-huh. rough and tough. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, just go there as well, and it's like yeah. I mean, it, it means a lot because you know. Yeah, I, I love it. Going with that, but. Uh, well, here we are. Alas, so you're what? We are going to dive right into it. Uh, in our notes, I put uh, red light alerts. I saw that. I was like, next oh, to it. Oh, Jesus. Because it's a hot button issue. Yeah, it is. It is a hot button alert. All right. Hold your breath. And here we go. Mask for mask. I, oh, mm. okay. I want to talk about mask for mask. Let me preference this with mm-hmm. I appreciate a good masculine guy. 
I but do too. I do love a good old femme queen. Yeah. Butch queen. That's me. Yeah. I'm a little butch, but I'm a lot of queen. <laughs> <laughs> just it's true. I mean, I have um, all the tools. You're welcome. You do have all the tools. All the tools, all the nuts. The I mean, you're like basically a lesbian. Oh my God. Thank you. Because you kind of dress like one too. I mean, I am a lumbersexual, so like, yeah. if I could wear flannel every day and not die in the Florida heat, right. uh, I would be all for that. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're basically a lesbian Thank that you. has a beard. Yes. And even sometimes yes. lesbians have beards. Hey, you know what? Live your, live your truth, man. What's your name, Dawn? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we, we are not quoting Dawn. <laughs> but I want to talk about... Uh, mask for mask. Mask for mask. Go on. Good so, time. mask for mask... It's a preference, and that's totally okay. What does it mean to you? There's two meanings to me. Okay. Mask for mask, textbook definition, mm-hmm. means I appreciate all types of gay men, but my preference in a partner or sexual partner or boyfriend, whatever life you want to call them. Yeah. Non-sexual life partner. <laughs> is I want somebody who is not feminine Mm-hmm. who is completely masculine. And that's that's okay, I think. To me that's okay. What is not okay so is people it. who they're mask for mask for the wrong reasons. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Uh-huh. So like there's I I I I know people who oh, I'm masculine and I don't want to date like another masculine guy who's completely masculine, who doesn't have a trace of femininity and I don't want anybody to know that we're gay and I just, that doesn't make sense to me because there are people who actively try to shy away from feminine people. Maybe it's because they don't want to be found out. That's a whole different subject. But um, I will say... Who are you talking about? Not that I can think of anyone right offhand, but... No, yeah. Um, I saw a tweet the other day that said, uh, masculine gays who put on a wig, heels, bad eye shadow for a pride event are just cosplaying the gays that they block on Grindr the other 364 days a year. Mm. And I, oh. And I, oh. That's, that's the T. That is the true T because, oh, I don't know. Spe- we're going to, we're going to talk about Grindr. It's not something I really wanted to talk about, but we're going to talk about it because it needs to be talked about. Grinder is different things to different peoples. It is. I'm um, the guy that I, the one that I talked about before that you know I was in love with, and mm-hmm. you know ended up moving away. Met him on Grinder. Yeah. Is it the greatest story? How do you guess me? Well. Yeah. And I don't use it social for social media. Some <laughs> people use it for, you know, hookup culture. Yeah. But I just that's not really me. Yeah. So you know, it's just to see who. It makes you feel good to have someone, you know, message you and be like, hey. It makes you feel gross when someone just hits you up with a do, you know. A dick pic? An eggplant shot. Yep. Eggplant yeah. shot. Yep. In real life, bruh, I don't walk up to you and whip it whip it out and be like, hey. No. That's not how that works. No. No. You get arrested for that. <laughs> Depends on where you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Grinder. Grinder. I... We're even we all have it. Most of us, ninety nine percent of gays have it. We all have it. Um, sorry to our parents who are listening to this. You got to go around and see. What, that's the easiest way to find the homosexuals in the area. Oh, absolutely. What do you think I did when I got to Chicago? What do you think I did when I went home? Oh, God, yeah. it's the same ones. Well, yeah, 
But I went to Chicago and opened up Grinder just to see, because I didn't know if my hotel was going <laughs> to, this is priorities right here. I didn't know if my hotel was going to have RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. because it was a Thursday night or Friday night. Yeah. Something or like whenever they, it yeah, was whichever out. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, I don't know if they're going to have RuPaul in the, uh, in the hotel. So I didn't know if I was going to have to skip an episode, which I do not want to do. So I opened up Grinder at the airport waiting for the shuttle just to be like, to, to ask a local, Hey, is there a bar around here that has RuPaul yeah. on the TVs or RuPaul do you know it. somebody who is having like a party? Like I, yeah. that's, I mean, it's, I've done that before. Like I've gotten to a new city where I haven't been before and I don't really know anybody. And then you just strike up a conversation with a complete stranger, which, I you know, our that. parents told yeah. us how many times when we were growing up, don't talk to strangers on the internet. We're going to say a lot because that's true, but uh, well. yeah. But now we literally talk to people on the internet and get in their cars to take us places. It's called Uber. (laughs) (laughs) But that was the thing that that was the life lesson that our parents always gave us. Don't talk to people on the internet and don't ever get into a stranger's car. And now we literally get on the internet, talk to a stranger to get into a stranger's car. When you're by yourself in Uber, do you get in the front seat or the back seat? I always ride in the back seat. It was new to that. And I got in the front and I was like, do I have to make conversation? Right. It's a little too personal. I just always talked about the weather and then it took forever. And I was like, Okay, thanks. So bye. <laughs> Anyways, continue. So. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we all have it and it, it's used for different things. Um, for the majority of people on there. Yeah. It's, it's dick pics and let me come over and we're going to Netflix. I'm going to air show. quote, watch a movie. <laughs> I'm going to put on the movie and we don't know anything that just happened in the movie because we weren't paying attention. That kind of thing. Yeah. And um, how tasteful of you. That was was tasteful. All while getting your toes curled. So (laughs) (laughs) I feel like an old man saying that phrase. Nobody says that anymore. Um, But yeah, grinder. So people who go on, this is a blanket statement. So, and I wrote it in our notes and now reflecting on it, I think I was just angry when I was writing it. So um, I, I said that people who say they're looking for only friends on grinder is a complete lie. It's not, it's not a complete lie, but for the most part, I feel like it is just because, and this has happened to me, okay. um, where I, I see somebody and I'm like, oh, he seems nice. Like I've read his profile. He seems to have similar interests. He's handsome. It says, I'm looking for only friends, friends only, nothing else. And I'm like, okay. And I say, hey, how's your day going? Not a response. And it's been read. Okay. Um, maybe the next day I'll be like, hope you had a great day just to give it a second chance. And then you get blocked. I'm like, okay, so clearly you're not looking for just friends. If you are basing your decision to not want to talk to someone off of their looks. Uh, and that's happened. We talked about this. I'm not friends with people because of their looks. That doesn't work in the real world. This is a real thing. That it that it, it it does me it makes me angry. Remember because it happens to one of my really really great friends. He gets on Grinder, and not a single person will talk to him. He mm. does he gets no messages unless it's like the creepy old people, creepy old guys, who are like just ugh, gross. clean up pool. Yeah, gross stuff. Well, and Amy. <laughs> but Your what's on the funny? What, what the catch? Mm, 
Okay, so I'm trying to like word this towards I'm not sounding so angry. <laughs> um, he will post photos of like headshots and mm-hmm. um, you know posed photos or whatever for yeah. like his profile, and he gets absolutely no one to talk to him. But the minute that he uploads a shirtless photo or him in a speedo on the beach, he's hit up left and right, left right sideways, up down downtown Rio, Singapore, like hit up everywhere. And then he sends them like a face picture and they're like, Oh, oh, you've tried talking to me before. Never mind. But they've actually said that. Yes. Or they'll send you, he'll send them the face picture and then he gets blocked. What is Mm-hmm. It, 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 I, I can feel my blood boiling. It makes me so fucking angry because he's the nicest guy. And hella attractive. I don't understand what people aren't seeing. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it makes me so mad. They, because you base things on people's looks, and if someone looks too too femme mm-hmm. or too or mm-hmm. not masculine enough for you, mm-hmm. bruh. I have talked to people before on there, and they look super mask, and I'm like, oh wow, okay. They ain't. They're no. sure enough not. Sure enough, no. not. And it's you know, people use that mass for mass because people because anything feminine is weakness. That is how our culture has portrayed women to be is weak. And Have you seen shameful. the interviews with Billy Porter recently? Uh, you were talking about him, Billy Porter um, of Kinky Boots, and many other Broadway mm-hmm. uh, Broadway things. But most recently, he has been wearing dresses on the red carpet. Yeah, yes. Except for that, and he has worked the pink in it one. Out. Yeah, the pink one was a little. One, but uh, yeah. It was made out the of the other curtains. ones. Um, but yeah, he he's been wearing a dress, and so he went on the View, and in a you dress? got no. It was very flamboyant and very okay. beautiful what he was wearing, but and it was very feminine. Um, but they brought it up about wearing dresses. And of course, like the one conservative bitch who's on there is like, I just don't think it's appropriate. Blah, blah, blah. And he, shameful. He said, listen, we're past women wearing pants. It was a big issue. Not too long ago that women were not allowed to wear pants because it was seen as the male figure and it's powerful and it's business. And now Females are wearing it, and now they are the bosses, and they are in charge, and they're the head bitch in charge. And so the uh, Billy said, now that we're past that, if you see a woman in a pair of pants, you don't bat an eye, but you see a man in a dress, and suddenly it's disgusting. Well, what does that say? It means you think that women are disgusting. There's actually a song <clears throat> that has an intro that is, I think perfectly just describes us and it is by madonna and it's you may some of you may know this uh is called what it feels like for a girl and the intro goes as this it says girls can wear jeans and cut their hair short wear shirts and boots because it's okay to be a boy but for a boy to look like a girl is degrading because you think that being a girl is degrading Mm -hmm. and that is that's not what our culture you know portrays women to be in a nutshell I, i don't know what is yeah, and every time like I like they did it on Glee. And that's the first time I really like listened, like heard it. Like mm-hmm. I always, I'm sorry, the first time I really listened to it. Like I always, you know, I'd heard it, I'd heard the song before, so I just, just kind of heard it one ear out the other. But I didn't really process it, and then I heard it again, and I was just like, 
because the way that they were on that episode, uh, they were just, it was a lot of things about like, um, feminism and, you know, being a strong female and, you know, but having our characters that were more feminine, like Kurt, Mm -hmm. you know, and they were always portrayed to be, you know, negative and there was a whole episode on masculinity and mask for mask. Because you're a glee queen. I was. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really get into it. So people always have negative things to say. I mean, there's always going to be people who dislike it, but I think that that show at the core covered very taboo um, subjects and things. And one of them was, you know, toxic masculinity, feminism, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, just being gay in general, being in the closet in general. And it just, you know, when it addressed this one, I was just like, oh, damn. Yeah. Come on, Glee. Yeah. I mean, they did a lot of social issues. Yeah, they did. Some of them a little unnecessary, but yeah. it was just, it was entertaining. And the um, songs are fun, so. So but with this, uh, a, a very good friend of mine, um, Jared, he and I were texting, and uh, we've been asking people to send in their topics that they would like us to talk oh about, gosh. and um, Mask for Mask mm-hmm. is the topic that he sent me. And we kind of got into it via text message mm-hmm. and just kind of like going back and forth, uh, not against each other. We're on the same page. Yeah. Um, but he, he put it, he put it out there and I was like, this is incredibly smart. It's, it's great thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are entire groups of people, uh, entire groups of mask gays who are masculine and I don't want anything else but masculine who purposely distance themselves from femininity and they don't value femininity and really without femme gaze there would be no incentive to leave leave the closet yeah who threw the first brick at the police at stonewall a transgender woman Uh well sorry yes in well in also drag uh, performer yes yeah yeah. that's what is and there i think it stems from internalized misogyny well yeah Mm -hmm. which in itself is the basis of toxic masculinity which we've touched on several times in this program. Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. There is actually a uh, a documentary, and I don't believe it's accessible anywhere besides like film festivals. And it's it's called Fem, and it is okay. by oh, what is his name? Let's see. I have had it all right here. So it is by. Um, his name is Corey Camper mm-hmm. and like at first glance, you know, minus this picture, <laughs> like he doesn't look super femme and you know, that's what people base things on initially, but he's, he's been in a couple of videos where he comes in and he has like a unicorn horn on and he's wearing pastels and he's doing splits on trees and he's throwing glitter in the air. And it just, that's just how, like, that's how his life is. He's just mm-hmm. a very fem feminine, you know, male. Right. And it, it's, it goes into from what I have, uh, what I got from it is just the lifestyle of what femme is and the, the stigmas that come with being femme and what people think about people who are feminine. I'm yeah. sorry, but people think about, um, males who mm-hmm. are more feminine. Do you catch yourself? Sometimes I catch myself, um, slipping into the everyday norm of like the everyday normal thinking, which is, should not be normal. But I, I catch myself like I'll see uh, I have a friend on Instagram 
who dresses extremely feminine, mm-hmm. wears high heels, wears sequined jackets that match the sequin high heels, nice. and you goes out yourself? just goes out to in you know in public places and really brave. doesn't give a fuck. But I I catch myself going really queen. You're gonna wear, you know what? I caught myself. Uh-huh. Live your best life. Yeah, I have. As long as you are in a safe environment, right? Because that that comes with it. Yes. The- I mean, look at oh my god, look at how many fucking transgender people are being murdered right now. Yeah. In June, mm-hmm. Pride Month. Yep. I think we're up to like sixteen. God. In a month. That's. And they're all transgendered. They're braver than we are. Man. I don't want to say never, but hardly ever is it the female to male transgender. It's almost always male to female. Mm-hmm. And what does that say? That says a lot. Because about what we men think. who commit these murders think it's disgusting because women are the lower class. Yeah. That's what it says to me. Because you think being a woman is degrading. There you go. Yep. That's shameful. That's hurtful. It is. I think that's I think that's why I stay around like in Florida, you know, Florida is the way, you know, Florida's Florida. But like yeah. just in this area, I don't know, I feel I mean, I hate stopping at the gas station in Lakeland. Oh. Lakeland is Polk County and yeah. you yeah. you set foot in Polk, you open your door and you can hear the like hey y'all. Yeah. Which I love me someone with a southern twang, however. Right, but it's it's there's a lot of homophobia there. Yep. But I you know, you go somewhere like Orlando, Tampa. Even uh, even still makes me a little nervous because yeah. just I don't know, just being in public and, you know, like we had mentioned before, holding another another boy's hand in public. I feel safe on Disney property and Absolutely. Universal property. I will I again the reason why yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of weird people yeah. that go to SeaWorld. But th- this is a safe place. I, I you know, I I think that's why I stay at Disney. That's another big thing is that it's a safe place to go. Yeah. Like, hey, do you want to go somewhere? Like Absolutely. let's go on a date. Let's let's go to you know, and it's cliche, let's go to the parks. You know why? Because I don't have you to think twice safe. about anybody, you know, hollering or worry that there's going to be a violent crime because at the very yeah (laughs) the very core that is not tolerated no and i know that if that does happen like you're gone yeah you know that that doesn't happen like i'm gonna make sure that you're gone but you know you set foot outside those gates you get in your car you drive you know 10 minutes away and everything's different you don't know like what kind of area you're in exactly um there was a list published a couple of weeks ago that was the top places for homos to live uh-huh. uh, Did they in have America. Opposite, like 10 worst places. Cause I've seen no. those lists before. And unfortunately like Detroit was in there and I was like, oh, shit. and it's getting more progressive, but yeah. It, yeah, there's other places in Michigan. So I mean, I think number one was, uh, New York city. Oh yeah. San Francisco. Uh-huh. Oh yep. Mm-hmm. And you know what was number three? Orlando? No. Orlando was not even in the top five. Oh, wow. St. Petersburg, Florida. Really? Yes. I used to work there uh, in the club scene. Oh. And there is a very strong, out loud and proud gay community that is accepted 100% by the St. Pete general population. Is Bradley's considered St. Pete? No. 
It's okay. Tampa. Okay. But Tampa St. Pete is kind of a fun bar that's don't, I Please don't <laughs> anybody was, kill me. It was a stomping ground. Anyways. Don't anybody kill me for the saying this, but Tampa and St. Pete is kind of the same thing. There's like, it's very close. Yeah. Um, you just take the, the Courtney Campbell Causeway and you're over there within 20, 30 minutes. But they have separate pride events. They have Tampa pride and they have St. Pete pride that are like, just have like, like, like uh, West Florida. Yeah. (laughs) And then you've got people who are for a while there. It was, you went to Tampa pride or you went to St. Pete pride. You did not do both because you don't want to support one. Cause gays are very like that. They will Mm -hmm. turn on you in a moment, but now it's, People, St. Pete comes over to Tampa for Tampa Pride. Mm-hmm. Tampa goes to St. Pete for St. Pete Pride. That's awesome. And it's two enormous parades with just entertainment all day long. I did I did St. Pete Pride. In, oh, we did do a Pride. Oh, gosh. I forgot. Circa 2010, mm-hmm. 11, 12. Oh, I have boy. no concept of time. No. Um, it was a it was a skip and a jump ago. Yeah, it was it was a while back. Three heel clicks, and I I was doing drag, and I was there in uh, St. Pete, and uh, <laughs> I was working in Tampa at at the Bradleys Club. Yep, our last show is at one fifteen in the morning, <sighs> which means I was still living in Ebor City, so I was only like two blocks away from the club. Yep. So I went I got home around two thirty two forty five. I had to be at parade step off in full drag at 7:30 in the morning. You know what I did? I took off my eyelashes. I took out my contacts and I slept like a dead body in a coffin. <laughs> I was going to say I woke vampire. up. <laughs> yep. I woke up. I went to get ready. I put my contacts back in, popped my eyelashes on, retouched <laughs> everything on my face very quickly. And headed over to St. Pete for the step off because it was just, it was going to be such a long day. So I was in drag from the previous night, which means I had gotten into full drag around 930 at night on a Friday night. And now it's Saturday morning (laughs) and I put on last night's drag again, get into the parade. I did the parade. I got out around two o'clock in the afternoon. That was my like time to myself, and I was performing at the Flamingo Resort, mm-hmm. and that is a gay and lesbian resort in St. Pete, and it's got a giant pool, and there's a pool party, and there's bars, and but it's a hotel around it. Yeah. And uh, our show director was very nice, and he was like, hey, I got you guys um, a drag queen room, so it's like got two beds in it if you guys want to take naps. Um if you want to get freshened up, you can, we have the, we have it stocked with beer and alcohol, like whatever you want. Uh, we'll have food delivered to you guys. And so at two o'clock in the afternoon, I go and I get to take everything off, mm-hmm. take a little nap, shave, put it all back on. And I did a five thirty poolside you did drag day, show. You did day drag? Uh-huh. Girl. That's what pride's about. And, uh, I ended up in the pool in full drag because I knew I didn't have to do anything for like a f- several more hours after that. Girl. So I did part of my number in the water. I felt I felt oh, like okay. Esther Williams in Million Dollar Mermaid. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, and so, yeah, and that was fun. And then I 
retouched that drag because I, I use waterproof everything. As, I retouched it, should. and I went back to Bradley's on a Saturday night and did <laughs> two more shows. Wow. It was hectic and crazy, but I made a lot of money. Uh, yeah. Let's see it so. was a lot of money. Can I just say, when we, last time you went out, it was a couple months, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. yeah, and we you ended up watching the Pride Parade, and it was mm-hmm. really, that was honestly, I haven't been to a Pride in a really long time, and I was like, ah, and I got beats, thank God, I was like, was tell fun. me I'm pretty. It was fun. As we were walking back that night, and you were, you know, in, you know, three quarters drag, or half drag, if you yeah. like, just walking there, I was like, I was still, like, and this is sad that I felt this way, but I was like, I was slightly terrified to walk like not with you, but just, you know, just out, you know, cause mm-hmm. if you were a target, then, you know, here you, I am. You're quick. right there. Here I am um, bringing your rubber boobies <laughs> 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 in the bit, this giant ass suitcase. Yeah. Like, but I, I always feel minute, safe I was like, I was like, no, this is, this is fine. Yeah. I always feel safe in, in, Ebor City. I like it. It feels like, I feel like people care, but not enough to really, you know. Well, it's funny because like when I'm, when I used to be in full drag, I would stand outside uh, because I used to smoke and I would go out on the patio, which is on 7th Avenue where all the foot traffic is to all the nightclubs. Mm -hmm. And I never got dirty looks from anybody on the strip. It was always people walking and going, oh my God, you're so gorgeous. Can I have a picture with you? And you're like, that sort of thing. Okay. Okay, I guess. <laughs> okay that'll be all right. Um so back to our topic of conversation. Um that I think that wraps up masculine mask for mask. Mask for mask. I do love the hashtag that that the feminine queens started doing. Mask for mascara. <laughs> I mean it's okay to be masculine and like someone that is feminine. Yeah. It is okay. You can like someone that's both. I'm yeah. both. So um, <coughs> a friend of mine, he, a friend of mine prefer. He's very masculine. Uh-huh. He is in touch with his feminine side, as one should be. He's into masculine guys, okay. but he appreciates guys who are in touch with their feminine side. Mm-hmm. It's a balance. Yep, that's what it is. It's balance. Everyone has masculinity in them. Everyone has a bit of femininity. Yeah, or a lot of femininity. Like it's everyone's a healthy combination up for themselves of both. Yeah, you know. Like when I went home, I went camping. I was super butch. Like I was like, yeah, 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 butch. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because that's what I think when I hear bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, I go somewhere I'm comfortable and I'm a real fan. Mm-hmm. I'm clacking the fan, tongue popping. Yes, queen. You know, z- snapping in a Z format. Like it, <laughs> it's both. You know. Yeah. Maybe I'm just extra showy, but whatever. Anyways, so it's okay so. to be feminine. Yes, it's okay to be feminine. Mm-hmm. And show emotions, for God's sake. Uh, something else I wrote down. Don't play the victim to circumstances that you created. Oh, I would like you to go on with that because, <laughs> yeah, please. So you put yourself into a situation mm-hmm. knowing good and well you created this entire mm. thing yourself. It's called adulting. When someone calls you out on it. Oh. Or, let me rephrase that. When someone holds you accountable for your actions, that is not always a direct attack. No. That's not attacking you if I'm holding you accountable for your actions. Don't switch it and then play the victim 
to a situation you created yourself. Correct. You put yourself in that situation. If someone brings to light something that you've done and you get offended by it, it's because you know what you've done. Uh-huh. And I think it's just... It's, it's just like when someone tells you a lie to your face, knowing good and well that you know the truth, and they lie to your face. Why do they do it? Because they know it was wrong to begin with. They can't, they can't bring it to themselves to tell the truth because they are very aware of what they are doing. And that's... that's yeah. I know this is like completely kind of different... But I was watching. Do you do you know this the movie Easy A? Yeah, um, with Emma Stone. Oh shit! I lost her name. Emma Stone. Nope. Guidance um, counselor. Amanda Bynes. Oh, um, Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. I, I kept wanting to say Phoebe Buffay. I mean, uh, same thing. You right? You ain't wrong. But the guidance counselor, uh, Lisa Kudrow, when uh, she's having her meltdown, and the Emma Stone character says, "Well, don't you know? I'm a whore. Everybody thinks so." And Lisa Kudrow, who is, has been sleeping with a student, said, no, no, you're not. Because a real whore couldn't admit it to herself, let alone anybody else. Ooh. I was like, oof. Well, ain't that the tea? <laughs> it's, it's not the same, but it is the same. You know what you're doing, and if you can't own up to it, you know it's wrong. Yep. And if not that being a whore is wrong. I think do what you want to do. But well, yeah, you're entitled to your body and what you want to do with it. Get your dick. Get your ass, get your puss. I don't care. Just be safe about it. Yeah. Um. Oh, you wrote that one, so you go. You go for that one. So what I wrote down because I experienced this yesterday. Actually, I was irate, and I'm not going to drop a name because I don't need to. Because the circumstances of this are ones that I am not at liberty to discuss. Because someone disclosed something to me that was very personal mm-hmm. that was going on in their life. But what I wrote was, insensitivity isn't cute. It doesn't make you better than anyone. It makes you aggressive and heartless. Yep. So as a blank statement, let's say I was at work and I noticed someone had uh, gotten off the phone and they looked like they were on tipping on the edge of like breaking down. Yeah. And this part, and I was like, and of course I did the thing and I said, you okay? Oh. And if you... <laughs> And so I pushed, I, I, unintentionally, of course. And you can be the, holding your shit together so well, and you're like, okay, you okay? I'm, almost, you're like, I'm almost through this. I'm almost through this. Someone brought it up, and you're like, I'm not okay. Are you okay? <sighs> and, and then you sure go, enough, yep, over the hill. <laughs> I saw it happen as soon as I, I was like, I shouldn't have said that. I, sh- I should not have said it right there. <laughs> yep. And this is someone that I, I have a, we have a pretty good relationship with, or that I have a pretty good relationship with, and sh- they just broke down right there. I said, okay, okay. And so I was like, let's go over here. Let's go somewhere more private. Yeah. And we went in there and we spoke and we talked about, and she told me something that was happening in her life that was very stressful for her and mm-hmm. how she had um, no control over anything that was happening. She was also not in the same city that this, this circumstance was happening. And so she felt very helpless to anything. And I was like, girl, I know yeah. my family is thousands of miles away. I wouldn't know what to do if someone called me and said, you know, this is happening to someone that you care about. And so I, and this, we have, um, in entertainment, we have what's called spares. We've talked about them before, yeah. and they're there to there's somewhat the set of skills to fill in if someone doesn't show up for work. Yep. Because in entertainment, everyone has a different set of skills, unlike other lines of businesses in our company. A lot of people don't do the same thing. I could stand next to you, and we could be the same height, and I don't do nine tenths of the things that you still do. Yeah. So, so we have spares. So this person was a spare, 
And, you know, we at certain points may need to deploy them to cover a position that was not, mm-hmm. you know, covered or someone decided they didn't want to come to work or heavy personal mental health day. That is that is OK, too. Just absolutely. You know, anyways. Um, and so the person quick, do you when you have to take a mental health day, mm-hmm. do you call in personal or do you call in sick? So. This company sees calling in sick as you're not going to go out and do things and people misperceive how things are because people abuse this, abuse the term or the taking a mental health day. Yeah. And everyone, everyone deals with their mental health differently, Yeah, but it's very black and white. What we think, you know, being sick is like, Mm -hmm. I imagine you like, Oh, on your deathbed and you're like, (laughs) I'm sick, you know, boo, you whore, boo, you whore. Um, so, I think either could be fine, you know. I call I I call sick. That's why I was asking yeah. because I know that if it gets to the point that I need to take a mental health day, I usually take two or three. <laughs> and it only affects you, as and one. it only affects me as yep. one if I call sick. Yep. Yay, so, full time. Yeah. So like, if I do, it, I usually I'm not going out to the beach. Correct. I'm you not don't going. Don't go out. Post pictures of you at the yeah. bar. I mean, if that's your thing, and that that's you taking a mental health day. Yeah. Just don't pick, don't tell anybody. Correct. Like, don't tell God. anybody. It's nobody else's business. Dear social media. Keep it to yourself. You don't need to be on it at all times. Yeah. I mean, a little hypocrite, but I don't feel the need to post everything. We, know? we had a, a, somebody in our cast at this, at my show. Oh God, this is probably eight years ago. Uh, he had FMLA for people who don't know what that is. Uh, it basically in a nutshell means the federal law has stepped in to say that you have a condition either temporary or permanent Mm -hmm. that will protect you if you have to use sick time and time off for this specific uh, issue that you're dealing with more often than just once every couple weeks kind of thing. Yep. Uh, If you, if you need to call it, it protects your record card. It means the company cannot penalize you, penalize you for anything. Um, But (laughs) He called. He called in uh, FMLA, which f- stands for Family Medical Leave Act. Okay. Calls in for that like three or four days mm-hmm. in a row, and then comes in to work, and he's so sunburned, so sunburned. Uh huh. And we said, "Well, well, Todd, like, why are you, why are you sunburned? Oh yeah, yesterday I went to the beach." Didn't you call an FMLA yesterday? Oh, I was sick as a dog out there on the beach. I was so sick. <laughs> no, you weren't. Okay. Okay, girl. <laughs> no, you weren't. Okay. Whatever. Bless. What were you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling myself because I'm going to forget. Um, so this person was a spare and I, you know, went in there and, you know, we had a talk and this person disclosed some very personal things to me. Yeah. And, you know, I again, not these are not details that I choose to discuss, but it was a very personal thing. You know, I said, girl, here's a tissue for your tissue or tissue for your issue. And she, you know, she giggled because that's the way I'm, I like to make people feel better. Just give a little giggle. You know, if I can make them giggle, you know, that, that that's, you know, one step. I don't, I don't need, it's okay to cry. Yes, I, I want you to, you know, feel a little bit more, you know, feel just a little sprig of joy, you know, a little, sometimes that's a little bit of hope for people who are just like, I tipping on the edge, you know. And so she, you know, she's like, oh, uh, well, I should, you know, I'll stay in here. We were in, we went in one of the offices and she's like, I'll check my email. I said, okay. 
So I went back and I told the person that was uh, in charge of deploying this person. I said, hey, just so you're aware, you know, insert name here. Uh, it's kind of going through some family things. So if you need them, they are going to be here. The response was, okay, sure. And so then this person then sends me another message. which was like, hey, I'm over here, you know, with the princesses. I was trying to get some messages of, you know, happiness for my family because they're, you know, again, going through this very hard mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe just something like this, like wishing them well, you know, could be something to just kind of give them a little bit of a little bit of hope. You yeah. know, in a time when it's very hard to find it. And she had just messaged me about it. And so this person and the person, again, in charge of sending this other person to cover shifts was like, oh, you know, if you could send so and so. I said, oh, well, they're up here doing this. And from across the room, I hear, oh, well, why are they there? But I said, <laughs> and I probably came off very pointed, but I had just this person had been pushing buttons all day, uh, right. for the past couple of days. And I said, you know. I disclosed a lot of all this information already to you. And the fact that you're going to bring it up right now and ask about it is completely inappropriate. If you have an issue with what's happening, I think that you should consult this person. And if they just choose to disclose this information to you, then that is on them. But right now the way you sound is insensitive and that's not cool. So proceed as you will, but this is where you'll find this person. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks, sweetie. I almost said it, but you know, that's just the cherry on top. But I was just like, because you need to assert your dominance as a person who's mm-hmm. in charge of, you know, what people are doing doesn't mean you need to be a dick about it. hundred percent. Like you can be like, Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize did nothing of the sort. Like you, you can be sensitive to things and still get things done. Like at, at the core, you, there's still a job that needs to be done. Of course. And this person is not unwilling to do it. You know, if they were, then they would, you know, leaving work would have been a thing, but yeah, we that we between us, uh, she was like, you know, I can't go home. I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, going home right now would probably be one of the not greatest things to do because you're going to be alone with your thoughts, and mm-hmm. you know, so we have these people here. You know, these people, you're going to find someone who you feel very comfortable with, and they're going to yeah. be your support throughout the day. And she luckily went somewhere where there are people who would, you know, very very much support her because she's great. been that way for other people as well. So yeah. you give, you get what you give mm-hmm. and you know, so just like the, f- the fact that this person couldn't see, you know, past their own pride of, Oh, well I, I need to be, I need to be a certain way and I need to mm-hmm. just be like, it was just, it was shameful. I was like, I, and I, I snapped at this person and I normally will send them something and be like, I'm sorry. Like, this is why, you know, like I was having a moment. Right. I did none of, I did nothing. I was like, <laughs> nope. I said, you should be, you should be ashamed. And you go learn. I told her. I was like, that's, that's disappointing. What, who are you proving things to? And everyone kind of just turned around and was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, thank you. I, I said what I needed to say. And now you know. Boom. Just Treat people with respect. Correct. Treat people with respect. 900% yes. R-E-S-B-E-C-T. Give them respect even if they don't deserve it. Karma will seek She's out swift. these people. Karma Kitty is swift and her nails are sharp. They will scratch your eyes out. Uh-huh. And you guess what? Karma Kitty doesn't need to do anything with you. It is none of your business what happens to someone later in their mm-hmm. life. Because I don't know what's all happened. I don't know that, you know, what's happened in your life. So it's not my job to be, you know, judge and jury. Yeah. Not my job. Life will see fit to provide you with the response of which your actions have led them to. So well, there you go. 
And that you treat you treat people with respect, mm-hmm. which brings me to a story. A story. I love a story. Very quick because okay. we're we're getting we're getting pretty close to the end of our time. But um, so what I what I a very good friend Sorry. of I, I call her a friend. We've met several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's kind of a bit of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, she travels the world and she's a deaf comic. Which yes. in itself sounds crazy. Um, Hilarious. Yeah. She's so funny. Her name is Kathy Buckley. We've talked about her. I think mm-hmm. I've name yeah. dropped her before. Okay. Uh, she's a friend of mine. We'll puff, puff. Um, I worked for the school that she goes to uh, deliver all these like messages to, and she yeah. she does like a good stand up thing. It's really funny. She makes fun of her hearing loss. She talks about how she uh, doesn't go on dates very often and she's like I don't know maybe it's because I didn't hear the phone ring <laughs> just things like that um, and she reads Can lips that's that? how oh she <laughs> she has like great hearing aids but she also reads lips um, very well mm-hmm. and she's like and you know when I'm out on my date I can't see I can't hear for shit in the dark <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> she's so funny look her up if you can um, but she tells this story about how she was traveling the world and she went to this hotel and it was like in the middle of like a very um, racially charged, negatively charged mm. um, area of the United States. And okay. so she's staying in this hotel for quite a few days and she's at the front desk on her first day. And she's like, uh, the guy's like, this is your room, blah, blah, blah. And he calls for the bellhop. And the bellhop comes over and he's about, she said about 70 or 80 years old, just shuffling across the floor to grab her bags. And he's, she said, you don't have to take those. I can, I can get it myself. And he's like, no, 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 I don't mind. And she kept seeing him in passing and seeing him in the mornings. And so she would always go up to him and like give him a great big hug and kiss him all over his face and be like, oh, you're just so cute. You know, just like whatever. And he he said you can't you can't be this is like the fourth day or so that this is happening he said ma'am you can't be kissing on me like that i don't know if you've noticed but i'm black and her response was oh my god when did this happen <laughs> since when <gasps> and they kind of they chuckle a little bit and she said does it hurt and he said yeah sometimes and it broke her heart to hear that and so he looked at her and he said you can't hear you're deaf does that hurt and she said yeah sometimes mm-hmm. and I hearing that story like I of course was a mess of tears mm. <laughs> Yeah. but she goes on and she talks about all the, all the people want in life the only thing that people want in life is to be treated with respect yep but in order to be treated with respect, you have to be able to give it. And in order to give it, you have to have it for yourself first and foremost. Otherwise, you don't have the gift to give. Oh. Oh. And I You have to respect yourself first and foremost. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? There you go. Thanks, Mama Ruth. There you go. It, forgiveness is a big thing. Mm. Forgiveness is hard for me. I think it's probably hard for you. Uh, we're both Scorpios. We I may kinda, forgive, but I don't forget. There's a, di- there's, there's a big difference. Yes. There's a big difference. But 
to me, if you have to forgive somebody, when you're in that when you're in that position and you're you know that you need to forgive somebody, what is the first thing that you're hit with? You're presented with anger, you're hurt, you have pain, you don't trust people, you feel ugly, you maybe feel worthless, you're crying. And all of these negative words manifest and they become part of your life, mm. really. And to me, that's just other people's shit that you're carrying around. Ooh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's not yours. No. And that's how you love yourself is you take all of these things and you give it back to the person who did it. Mm. What people think of you is none of your business. No. But that's but that's what I'm saying is you you you're hurt because they did this to you. Yeah, it's okay to feel that hurt. Live in that moment, be human. But give that back to them. No. And be done with it. Yeah. Because it's, it's other people's thing. shit that's weighing you down. Yep. It that's what it is. It's weighing you down. It's weight that you don't need. And that's forgiveness 100%. and giving forgiving someone else is giving that weight back to them and taking the weight off of your shoulders. Give it back and love yourself. Oh, amen. And the choir said, <laughs> amen. Uh, do you have a weekly kindness challenge? I do. I was actually just thinking, I was like, I know you're going to ask me oh, about okay. this one. So my weekly kindness challenge is to, before you respond to someone who you think you may respond to aggressively, negatively, mm-hmm. take a breath and try to imagine even a fraction of what they may be going through and if mm. the words that you're about to say are going to help or hurt because yep. not everything you think you need to say my mother will be very proud that i said that because she said that to me all the time you yep. don't need to say everything you think you're you're very right yeah, you're very right i That's wise i have there's been times that i have bit my tongue and i was the better for it and there's times that i did not and i regretted it immediately yep. words can destroy people and you don't always need to say and we as scorpios are think? real good oh at that oh my god bruh sometimes we construct sentences that have no other purpose but to hurt someone absolutely else. when you destroy. are hurt you hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. i could destroy somebody with my words yep but i don't need to what what do i gain from that absolutely nothing nothing so take a minute think about if what you're saying is necessary is it going is back it, to what you were saying earlier being insensitive mm-hmm. but I've also seen people who value, well, I'm an asshole and people know I'm an asshole and I value that. That doesn't make you cute. No. That's not attractive. The question then raises, what does that get you? That's a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. That's a chip on your shoulder. That is a deterrent for, you know, anyone wanting to be in your life. Yeah. Yeah. You're known for being an asshole. Good on you. You got some, you know, at least that means people don't really like you. No. They don't. Why do we want to be friends with an asshole? Mm. And it shows. You ask them, you know, for help, and then they, who's there? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Buddy. That's right. But, yeah. So, what yeah. you're saying. Uh, the quote I'm going to leave you with is, I'm ready. Stop sitting at tables where you become the topic of conversation once you get up to leave. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. Don't sit at tables where you become the topic of conversation as soon as you get up to leave. I was worried that that's a thing. Maybe. Well, oh, here I am. I'm a perfect example. If you worry that someone's that you are going to be the, dis- the topic of discussion. 
Maybe it's time to reevaluate. Set your own table and let people come and sit with you. There you go. Thank you. Can't sit with us. But sweatpants are the only thing that fit right now. (laughs) Mean girls. Oh my god. Uh yeah. So don't forget to like and subscribe. Let your friends know. Please. If you're feeling a certain way, if we got you bringing out the vodka and the tiswas, mm-hmm. or you know the glass of water because you need something refreshing. Today was a very was serious episode. Yeah. So you know. thanks for sticking up, sticking up, sticking through it. Yeah. Putting yourself through it, putting us through it. it uh, submit topics you like us to discuss. Mm-hmm. Like today, today's episode was one of them. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Jared. We hope you're doing. You. Hope you're doing well on your um, your exams because he's <gasps> been going through it. He's a doctor. I did school like two and a half times. <laughs> He's going to be a doctor. Okay. Thanks, doctor. That's a lot of work. Th- oh, my God. Anyways. All right. <laughs> well, we leave you with this. Be kind to one another. Or at the very least, be cordial. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So yes. until next time. Bye. Bye.